Hola, this is Maria Plata, and I am here to tell you all about the random things I learn every day. I am a mom, a wife, a teacher, a highly sensitive person, and just a creative soul who wants to share my day-to-day learning with you. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast, and let's get talking. Hello, and welcome to the Plata Life podcast, episode 13 of season 2. Today, we are starting the next little chapter of the creative, um, the HSP creative project. Well, not today, but on Fridays, it's supposed to start or whenever you want to start it. Uh, But today, I'll go a little bit more into what the next little week will be about. And we will continue chugging along with this project. Um, I did have this plan to record this on our walk but the one-year-old will not fall asleep even though he was up at like five he's getting that next tooth in so it's a little bit crazy and he's like waking up I think he's starting to get nightmares and so it's I don't know it's been a little weird the last few days with all that so I'll kind of go into my life after I explain the next round of what we are doing so um, yeah, I'll just go ahead and start recording, and if he cries or he does not want to be in the ergo any longer because he's really not going to nap, then we will take it from there. So, episode 13, the theme for this next week is unique category. <laughs> Probably, like, when you saw that, you're like, what does she mean by that? Well, Last year in 2020, and if you don't know the story of all this, is I decided to paint something every single day based on a specific theme. And for this one month, I decided to paint all ocean animals. And so I picked a category that was unique. Um, So obviously, I wasn't going to paint dogs. I wasn't going to paint cats. It was all... (laughs) ocean animals and the reason for that was because I was really trying to explore and learn and figure out the medium of a digital painting on the iPad uh, with watercolor brushes. Now if you know my backstory you know that I quit teaching about three three or four years ago really I don't know I don't know if I count 2020 as a year Um, But I quit teaching because I wanted to go explore things on my own and we were going to have another baby and it was just like the perfect timing of if I don't quit now, I'm going to be stuck in this career that I may possibly not love forever and then it'll be too late for me to want to quit because I've invested too much time and too much energy into this and because I don't think I could do anything else. So, I quit teaching, and I was going into my own kind of teaching um, Spanish classes on the side, and tutoring, and doing all these other things, and part of that was learning how to paint. Um, Not that I ever really painted before, it's just, I was exploring. I really, really love watercolor painting. Like, I think deep in my core, that's one of the things that I will get back to, um, there's just something so soothing, and so, like, it gets me in the flow 
so much faster than anything else. When I grab some watercolor paint, some watercolor paper, and I just kind of explore, it really is my, like, happy place. Um, the problem that I had last year, or I don't want to say problem, but the challenge I had is that, um, well, it was 2020, and we were in the middle of a pandemic, and I realized that there's no way my son's going to go back to school. And so watercolor painting at that moment in time was just not really feasible in the sense of I'm going to take out my paints and paint for a few hours. Also, I had a baby, so it was <laughs> practically impossible to get that much amount of time to myself, uh, like in a long stretch. So I have my watercolor paints to this day on my desk with my brushes and my um, jars of water that are all dried out. I know it's like the reminder you want to have that you don't want to have. Anything, so I have my paints out every day and I do leave them out because it's a reminder to myself that while it may not be happening now, it will at some point, and I just have to be patient and keep building on this idea bank I have in my head. And one of the ways I really want to do that was um, by painting on the iPad to learn how to use uh, Procreate because I also know that I want to create a lot more materials using my own artwork. Um, so yeah, that's a really long way of telling you the story of how I got into this project of 2020 of creating every day. So I wanted to use watercolor paints and realize I couldn't because I was just not in a good place in my life to be able to bust those out every day. And so I decided that the unique category for that month would be um, ocean animals. And I would explore watercolor painting and I would look at classes and I would look at tutorials and I would look at how does this one person that I've been following on Instagram, how to get, how do they get that look? Do they have anything they're sharing that I can use? And so that's kind of what I did. And um, I really, really loved it. I think it was one of my best months um, creative wise. It was one of my most, um, oh, what do you want to say? It was like my most inviting project, I guess you could call it. It also opened up some windows of opportunity for me with connecting with other people who saw my artwork and eventually, you know, a few months later, we're like, I really like this style. And so I kind of got some feedback of if I'm going to create uh, materials, this is one way to go. And it was great. So I think what happened, though, and I'm going to kind of go into it with the HSP lens here, it wasn't necessarily the watercolor. And it wasn't necessarily the ocean animals that got uh, people to kind of see my art or that made me feel like I was in the flow. What happened, I really, what I believe is that I tapped into this like perfect harmony balance of, yes, I'm using a medium I love, which is watercolor-ish, you know, digitally, the closest I can get to in a very productive, non- frustrating way like trying to paint with a uh, baby and a six-year-old at home um, but also it was very much me tapping into that highly sensitive energy so the unique category your challenge for this week will be finding something that kind of encompasses part of who you are 
um, when I was creating, you know, all these ocean animals, I started kind of hyper-focusing on, like, well, what makes that animal unique? You know, a narwhal, well, obviously is unique because of its horn. Well, what about a, a killer whale? What makes them unique? Or what about the shrimp? What makes it unique to me? What makes it unique out in the wild? Um, I can't remember all the other things I painted, but I, I went and I made a list of all the ocean animals I wanted to paint. And I kind of looked at it from this lens of what makes this animal unique to me? What makes it unique out in the wild? What makes it unique, you know, for other people? What could I write about this animal that will kind of tap into that sensitivity piece for others? And so I kind of chose a topic or a category that encompassed all of that. Um, for this year, since I'm doing the same themes, I'm revisiting the themes, but instead of doing it for the whole month, I've been doing it weekly. And I've also invited other people to create with me, which is, I'll talk about this in a little bit too. Um, you know, let's create something together. You go off on your own creative path. I'll go off on my own creative path, but let's kind of come together and discuss some of the things that are coming up for you as highly sensitive people, as just people out in the world that want to create, what challenges are you facing? Oh, I felt the same way. So kind of that conversation piece I've added this year. Um, plus also creating something for a week is way more manageable than like doing the whole month because then I end up losing a lot of people that way too. Um, it feels very overwhelming to say you're going to create something every day for a whole year. You know, like who who wants to sign up for that? That seems super intimidating. Um, but a week is like, okay, I can try a week. And then, you know, the next week could be something else. And the really cool thing about this project is that you can create along with me or you can just keep it in your back pocket for whenever you have the time and resources that you need. Or you can just create here and there as you go um, and just kind of check out what I'm doing whenever you get the chance. And if you feel inspired, you hop right in. And if life, it gets too hectic and because it tends to do that, life does that, <laughs> then you hop off the bus and get back in whenever you want. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that's the right analogy I want to use. But anyways, so this week, yes, definitely think of a unique category that speaks to you. Um, I will just share with you the, kind of what I'm thinking. I want to work more on like character development. Um, this whole HSP creative project is taking on its own little life form now. Um, and I knew it would. I didn't know what it was at the beginning for me. Kind of had an idea. I kind of had like an inkling of, oh, I want to develop more of like my writing. If I were to write children's books, what would the illustrations look like? Um, and what would the writing be like in Spanish? Because obviously that's important to me. I, My goal is to rise bilingual, biliterate children and to help provide resources for teachers and parents who are doing the same. Um, so that's part of like my big why. And what would that look like if I was doing it, you know, in real life? I mean, this is real life. It's not fake life. <laughs> but if I if I was doing that for like a living, what would that look like? And so this whole project has kind of taken on its own life form of just idea dumping of what it would look like. And creatively, you know, if I was creating an image or a digital illustration, what would that look like? what's kind of my style and so just developing more of that piece behind it so for me 
the unique category, I think, will be focused more on character development. Um, I think part of my issue with creativity is that I get very, uh, uh, it's called shiny object syndrome, <laughs> which I'm like, ooh, that sounds fun. I want to try that. Ooh, that sounds great. Ooh, watercolors. I love watercolors. Let's go there. Ooh, you know what? iPad, let's do Procreate. Ooh, you know what? I love lettering. Now I'm going to try lettering. So it just it kind of goes all over the place because I want to try so many different things, which is a great, great mindset to have. But at some point, I've got to like buckle down and have more focus. And so for this next week, I think my focus will be definitely character development. I'm still kind of debating if I want to focus on like a type of animal and build characters off of that, or if I want to just do like children characters or if I want to do a combination of both depending on what's going on in my life it's still kind of out there but I know my unique category will definitely be dealing with character development so every day starting on Friday or I'll try to every day um, I'll sit down and I'll create on my iPad some form of character that I'll share on my Instagram and Facebook page so yeah, that's the kind of like the gist of what I'm doing for the unique category uh, for this theme for this week. If you are doing this project with me, that's kind of your invitation to do your own thing based on the theme and see where that takes you. I know it's kind of, I keep saying that and I keep telling people like it's weird when I'm like, saying, oh, and then the, the universe will speak to you and you will know. <laughs> the problem is that sometimes the universe does not speak to us and we do not know. So if you're finding yourself feeling really lost or frustrated or with this creative journey, you're like, I don't know what she's talking about. It's not speaking to me. Like, obviously, like, that's totally okay. And I've been there many, many times too. So my suggestion for that feeling of like I don't know what to do like you sit down and you're like I don't know what to create now just start with one stroke start with one piece start with one idea and let it evolve into whatever it wants to I think part of the biggest challenge we have with creativity as human beings and as parents and as teachers and as highly sensitive people is that we want to be so much in control and a lot of what this relationship that evolves with creativity is letting go of that control um way easier said than done trust me it's like giving your kids glitter go and create and enjoy like we know that's a big no-no like don't give kids glitter if you want to have a clean home for the next 10 years like just don't do it or in the classroom you know you're like have those kids that you know you can give the glitter to and it'll be fine but you can't just give glitter to like one group of kids and the other ones because you know what they're gonna do with it like it's just it's one of those things with creativity like it's so fun and it's joyful and it's messy and yes let's get into it but do I really want glitter in my home like in the little nooks and crannies for the next 500 years like I don't know it's really up to you so letting go of that control is a huge huge piece I think so the best thing to do that is just mess with it. You know, try a little bit of glitter if you need to, or take the whole thing out. I don't know if you're up for it. So 
go ahead and create the best that you can. I know, I know, I know it's really challenging to show up every single day. Um, and I'm going to go into this a little bit more right now. Uh, we did have our, so if you were just listening for the HSP creative project, um, because you just are doing the creating part and you don't want to hear about my highly sensitive life, this would be a great time to just hit stop and I will talk to you next week. Adios. <laughs> um, but if you want to hear all the things happening in my awesome HSP life, then definitely stay tuned. Um, we did have the HSP meeting last Saturday and, Again, if this is one of your first episodes and you have not heard about all this, is I started these meetings when I was teaching. Um, highly sensitive people make about 15 to 20% of the human population. It's like an actual research-based thing that happens. We are wired a little bit differently, so we have more sensory input, and we are awesome and more sensitive in so many ways, but it also can be very overstimulating. So... I created this group of people that we just kind of gather once a month and it ebbs and flows. Sometimes we have more people. Sometimes we don't have that many people and we hang out and talk. And I used to host it at my, well, I used to do teacher meetings when I was teaching. And so it was like highly sensitive teachers. And then I quit teaching and people were like, please keep doing these. And so I started doing them from my house and we would just hang out and talk. People would bring their kids it evolved into having parents of children I used to teach and teachers and friends and just random people that I, I mean, not like strangers, but, you know, people that I would just reconnect with. And then COVID happened and we started doing them on Zoom. And so that's what we've been doing for the last year or so. Just, yeah, exactly one year because we started in March and I showed up with my tiny baby um, on the computer screen, not knowing what the heck we we're about to endure for a year. Anyways, so we met the Saturday, you know, for our monthly HSP meeting. And one of the things that came up a lot was the struggles we have to give ourselves the time to really, you know, whether it's scheduling out the time or whether it's finding the time, because by the time, and I keep saying the word time, 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 uh, by the time you get two seconds to yourself as a parent or as, you know, a working adult who is, you know, maybe teaching or in that uh, service field, by the time you get, you know, five, ten minutes to yourself, you're drained and you're exhausted and your mind does not want to create because it's so tired. And so you'd rather just turn on the TV and relax and just wind down, which is great and it helps and everything. But what ends up happening with a lot of us sensitive people is the ideas and the connections are still in your brain. And so you haven't really released that and it makes you feel more overstimulated. So what happens with the creativity piece is this is a great way for you to kind of release that so that you can rest, so that you can take a break, so that you can show up better for yourself and your family and friends. Because we all know that, you know, the plane analogy, like put on your oxygen mask first or whatever, because it's true. If you are, what is that saying? Burning the candle on both ends? Is that, I think, I think I'm saying that correctly. If you're doing that and eventually you're going to burn out, like you're not made to be in service of others 24 seven as a highly sensitive person. You 
definitely, definitely need to give yourself that downtime. And I know that I'm reaching that point of burnout of like, I really need a break when I start getting really snappy and really anxious with my family. Um, There's lots of tears that happen all the time on my end, because that's just who I am. But I know that I am not setting those boundaries for my own time and my own needs when I start snapping or getting really overstimulated with my son's loud personality. You know, he's just a little extra sometimes. Or I can't handle the baby crying during diaper changes because it like overstimulates me to the point where like I can't think. I know that I have not given myself enough time during the day to just be or to dump out my brain and we don't think about that but as highly sensitive people it is a huge huge priority that we really need to be making time for ourselves because we need more time and that's okay it does not make you less of a person less of a parent it actually you know when you are able to do those things for yourself you become this like awesome superpower parent because you are able to be more in tune with your child's needs because you are highly sensitive or a superpower teacher who can identify the things that your students need more and quicker and you can be more able to give to them because you've given that time to yourself. So that's one of the things that kept coming up this past week, um, this past meeting, how, how hard it is to do that for ourselves and how important it is to do that as well. So that was that was a good good conversation we had. Um, we also talked a lot about like our cycles and how good it was for other people to hear. Like it's they hibernate too. How I talked about in the previous, I don't know if it was the last episode or the one before that. How I go into my deep dark hole of darkness and I don't want to see anybody or talk to anybody or do anything. And um, how I've just kind of I'm learning to work around that and use that instead of trying to push through um and they're like oh man it was so validating to like hear that other people do that too I thought I was the only one and when I hear that phrase like I thought I was the only one I know I'm on the right path I know that what I'm doing and sharing and working towards like that's part of like my life's purpose is to help others feel seen and heard and validated because of, you know, their sensitivity or their creativity or whatever it is that I'm, I'm working in that moment. And that's a huge, um, like, firework for me. Like, yes, I'm on the right path. This is exactly what I've been put on this earth to do is to help others feel that. Because I think, especially in motherhood, like, we feel so alienated and so lonely sometimes. And while we may not be alone because there's these tiny humans literally on us 24-7, it can get really lonely in the sense that you think you're the only one going through these things. Um, But you're not. Like, there's a whole human race out there that someone's bound to experience something similar, not exactly the same. I get so mad at my husband when he tells me, you're not the only one feeling that. And I'm like, Yes, I am. I'm the only one in the entire universe who has ever felt this feeling. Don't tell me I'm not. I get very insulted when he does that, when I'm like in one of my little meltdown modes. Uh, But he's right, you know, like it's not, you're not, we're not the only ones ever feeling this way. It might feel like it at the moment, but we're not. And so just having that group of people who you can go to and, or, you know, people like, 
podcast friends that they may not even know that you're listening to them. I have so many of them. I'm like BFFs with Brene Brown and she has no idea. Um, also, this guy that I listen to, the creative pep talk guy, Andy J. Pizza, that's what his name, um, if you look him up, he's awesome. Uh, like he's one of my BFFs and he has no idea, which is great because, you know, you can be my BFF when I'm dealing with a crying baby and he he's helping me without even realizing it. Anyway, so <laughs> having a group of people that you go to is really important when you are experiencing some of those things that make you feel maybe not so great. Um, I lost my train of thought because I got distracted with something else right now. See, this is a problem when the baby actually falls asleep is that my brain starts to go like, I need to clean the mats. I need to do this. I need to record the podcast. I need to do. And then it's like, my brain is like, whoa, I don't know what's happening anymore. (sighs) I'm learning to just like, take a deep breath whenever my brain goes into like crazy 10,000 things mode. And so that's what I'm doing literally right now. Take a breath and be like, focus. What am I doing? I'm recording the podcast and this is what people are going to listen to. So that you just witnessed a moment where I stopped and I took a breath because I'm teaching my brain to do that. Instead of going into like panic mode, you just stop. <sighs> It's funny because then my son, if he sees me do that, he's like, are you feeling overstimulated now? I'm like, a little bit. He's like, what happened? And I'm like, my brain happened. Um, So modeling those types of behaviors for him has been really helpful too because he's been having a hard time. Yeah, so he went back to school last week. It's going really well, actually. Uh, I'm not as nervous as I was last time he went back to school because... A lot of people around him have been vaccinated. We um, take him to school in a community where there's a lot of educators that have children in his class. And so they've already been vaccinated. Um, They've gotten the second dose. And so I feel like my big thing when he went back to school last time is like, I don't know that we're carrying the virus because my husband's out in the world interacting with people and we could be carrying it without having symptoms. And now I'm sending him to school and now he could be infecting others. That was one of my biggest fears is that obviously that he would get sick too. Like that's one of the big things, but like that we would be spreading this thing without realizing it. And then like, that sucks, you know, like I don't want to do that because you don't know who you're going to affect. But definitely now it's, I feel a lot better. Like, we're doing everything we can, and this is how we're going to move forward. Uh, my mom got her first dose. My in-laws got their first dose. Uh, they just announced the other day that um, yesterday, actually, today's Tuesday, tomorrow, you'll be listening to this. It's Wednesday, whatever date it is. Uh, people 16 and older will be able to get the vaccine soon in Arizona. So I'm just like, oh, my gosh. I can breathe again a little bit better. Like this is the end, not the end. Obviously we still need to take precautions and I'm not going to be like having huge parties anytime soon, but we're getting closer to that. And that makes me feel like, it makes me feel like playing with glitter. Um, (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I don't, you can tell that we have a love hate relationship with glitter in this house. If you knew my son personally, you would understand why. Um, But yeah, I am really feeling a little bit more hopeful than I have in the past. And that is a huge celebration in and of itself. I know teachers are exhausted still, obviously. And I see it in my friends. Uh, I see it in their faces when I talk to them. Like, 
it's almost the end of the school year. What a crazy year it's been for so many people. And I'm just really praying to the universe that we can continue to work through this and make all right that was one of those times where I'm like I don't know what's happening I clicked on something and I don't know if I'm still recording or not um I would like to at some point be able to edit all this stuff out but I think this is part of what happens when you're a parent and a highly sensitive person is all these little moments like make you like what is happening um so I kind of don't want to delete those you know like to make it the podcast be so smoothly transitioned or I don't know what else you could call it. So essentially, yes, I would like to at some point maybe edit to this type of podcast so it runs smoothly and people don't get annoyed by these everyday life things. But that's kind of what makes everyday life everyday life, isn't it? All these little interruptions and little moments that happen that you don't see when other people publish their stuff, but we all know they happen. And so why would you want to delete those? I don't know. I have this like whole existential conversation in my head when these things happen. And what kind of type of, what, you know, what type of podcaster do I want to be? The one that makes everything seem perfect or the one that makes everything seem real? But I don't know. So yeah, that's what I was saying. I am just, I feel like the vaccines are helping everybody kind of feel like, okay, we're getting to some sort of like we're getting to the end of this, but it also makes me a little anxious because people are like, woo, everything's over. Let's all go out and not take any precautions. And you could see her just in traffic. Like we uh, drove somewhere this weekend and there's so much more traffic out and about. And I'm like, where are these people going? Are they all vaccinated? Like what is happening? Is this back? Like everyone's back to normal. It, it's been kind of weird. So that's what's been going on in our lives. I, I'm really excited. I have a lot of like ideas and projects in my head that I, I'm going to start acting on a little bit more. Um, so definitely, if you're not part of my newsletter uh, list, let me know that you want to be. Send me a DM, send me an email, and I will add you to the newsletter list. I send a newsletter out once a month. Um, and it started out with a lot of parents that I was teaching their kids or the parents that signed their kids up for my classes, uh, for Spanish classes. So I always include like a Spanish freebie, a way for you to practice Spanish at home with your kids or with your students if you're a teacher. Um, so I definitely do some of that stuff. And then I give you an update on what's going on in my life, kind of some ideas and things you can do at home to help with the Spanish. Um but definitely I'm going to be adding a little bit more like creative things in there or things I'm doing with my creativity and this project and all this stuff. So let me know if you would like that. I send it out. I try to do it this year. My goal is to send it on the first of every month, like done. It's sent out. You're good to go. Um, but we all know that doesn't necessarily always happen. So my goal is like obviously once a month. Um, and no more than that, because I know how annoying it is to get a lot of emails that you don't need right away. So that is it for this week. Uh, again, remember, we are doing a unique category for the HSB Creative Project. Find something that you want to kind of dig deep with a little bit more, something that you find unique to yourself or, you know, out in the world. 
I think I might do, I'm doing character development for sure, but I, I don't know. I want to say what I'm doing, but I don't want to say what I'm doing because I'm not 100% sure yet. We'll see. Find out on Friday what I chose to do. So make sure you look at my Instagram or Facebook uh, to be updated with all of that. Again, if you have anything that you want me to talk about, you need help with anything, reach out and I will talk to you next week. Adios. Hasta luego.